Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. So today I got the booster, so I'm a little under the weather. So tonight will be brief, short and sweet. It isn't lost on me that yesterday would have been Harold Ramis's birthday and I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife the day before. And the contribution that he brought to the Ghostbusters films. I'm not going to say franchise because they are films. And I've talked extensively about how people think the word nostalgia is a bad word. And it's not. It's not. There's no such thing I think is bad words, especially in today's society. Um, and so here we are. It's Thanksgiving weekend. We are all grateful. Um, And I wanted to talk about someone who died today 40 years ago, 41 years ago, and that's Miss Mae West. And the kinship that I feel to Mae West because my grandmother loved Mae West. And I remember when I discovered those films for myself, and how they made me feel and just her energy she was truly a rock star there was nobody else like may west and she died on november 22nd 1980 at the age of 87 she i think the last film she did was sextet yeah so my god what a what a phenomenal presence she she really went out on the grain. I think people think of people in the modern era like Madonna and Cher who really brought sexuality out into the forefront. But it was Mae West. Mae West went to jail. Mae West did a play called Sex, which included interracial relations and homosexuality. And she went to jail because of that, because you couldn't put that on the stage. So she truly broke ground that had never been broken before. She is a true trailblazer. And I am forever grateful for her. For And she was funny. That was the other thing. She was funny. She was... And I think also people have often said they didn't know where the real Mae West and the character really began or ended. Because... She was that great. She had those double entendres. I, I mean, I, I I love it where the interviewer said to her once, what is your hobby? And she says, hobby? My hobby is men. Mae West, what is your greatest ambition? My greatest ambition? Well, if you come up and see me sometime, I'll let you know. And he's like, well, let's not waste any time. Let's go. And she says, well, the men in England, they were terrific. They were a little reserved, and I'm not. <laughs> that is so New York right there. I love which They're a little reserved, and I'm not. Yeah. There is an, a moment that what Mae West says, I think it's in I'm No Angel, where she's walking over. She's like, hey, Beulah. Yes, ma'am. Peel me a grape. And it's just kind of this is before the fawns. This was this was a different type of attitude. This wasn't Betty Davis attitude. This was Mae West attitude. 
this double entendre, je ne sais quoi. <sighs> and she was a vaudevillian. And, and vaudevillians, you really had to have it. You really had to have it to deliver and to dish. And um, if you didn't have it, you couldn't. You, Her and Buster Keaton and all those other... Vaudevillians really had something that other people you you can't channel that you just can't and yeah you 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 can't you can't uh you can't read you can't duplicate what Mae West brought yeah. She was a, a true original. And I usually don't do that. I usually don't. Well, sometimes I do. It's like, okay, you know. And, may, and, and TCM was also do. They were doing a salute to the late Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell, who was a child actor. A lot of people don't remember that. A lot of people remember Married to the Mob and Quantum Leap and Blue Velvet and Paris, Texas. But he was a child actor. He was in Anchors Away with... Gene Kelly, and he was in, um, what was that one with Catherine Hepburn? Um, Long Day's Journey into Night. He was a, he was a, an adult around that time. And so these greats, you know, they don't really leave, you know, they're, they're continuous. Life itself is continuous. Art is continuous. And, I mean, I don't want to play any clips for you and just talk from the heart, which is sometimes important. Or it's not sometimes, it's important. And just say how what May, May West meant to me. Because I think of my grandmother, but I also think of that humor. You can't fake that humor. Those one-liners. My favorite is where he's like... Um, it's in, I think, my little chickadee. And she's, and he's like, I wonder what kind of a woman you really are. Too bad that I can't give out samples. And then she just raises those eyebrows. And um, there's also one where she's sitting with Gary or Cary Grant. And she, he's like, Do you mind if I get personal? She's like, Go right ahead. I don't mind if you get familiar. <laughs> And then, you know, these are iconic lines where the gentleman takes her in his arms and and she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this a proposal or you take an inventory? Yeah. Cher, Cher said something really great about that. She said she wasn't beautiful. She wasn't young. She was a movie star. So. Yeah. May, May West, uh, an, an icon, a visionary. Let me also give a shout out to Mr. Scott Nevins, who really gives us some humor and some, well, great body. <laughs> and I told him one time, I said, you know, you were born the same day that May West died. And he went, really? So the energy is there. You know, you're playing with double entendres and you're playing with humor and you're playing with all these different things. But at 
the end of the day, Mae West was a trailblazer. She did things that women at that time were not talking about, that they weren't even channeling in their work. I mean, she, yes, Betty Davis went out there and, and played ugly characters and wasn't afraid to become the character. Mae West was the character. And she went out there on that ledge and she sang those songs and she was herself. And she didn't mind flirting with the men because that's who she was. It makes me think of Blanche from Golden Girls. Um, where Betty White says, uh, you were flirting with him, and Blanche is like, flirting is part of my heritage. And, and Betty White's like, what does she mean? And and B. Arthur, I love B. Arthur. She's like, her mother was a slut too. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. I think Mae West could be on Golden Girls. I don't think she she would be along the lines of Blanche. But then she'd also be the lines of um, Dorothy and Sophia at the same time. Because, you know, Sophia just told it like it was over some cheesecake. And, um, but I think for me, Mae West is the ultimate golden girl. Because she just did it. She just said it. She didn't give a fuck. And if she did, she didn't show it. You know, she was continuing to make films into her 80s. To the chagrin of Raquel Welch and, you know, who didn't think that Mae West was that glamorous anymore. But, you know, in Mae West's mind, not so much her mind, she knew who she was. And she knew when to stop. It wasn't that she was doing it to stay out there. She did it because that's what she loved doing. And some artists today, they do it for the mighty old dollar. But Mae West, Mae West was first and foremost a performer. And she was... And to the day she died, she was a performer. So if I could leave you with a few words from the effervescent, eternal Mae West. Do you mind, or was it, um, why don't you come up sometime and see me? I'm home every evening, or I'm busy in the evening. You know, I met your kind before. Why don't you come up sometime? I'll tell you a fortune. You can be had. I see a man in your life. What? Only one? (laughs) Unpleasant dreams.